guys, your favourite podcast has a Patreon. That's right, the Sly Guy podcast has a load of bonus content, extra episodes, guest episodes, early release podcasts, vlogs, the works over Patreon dot com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast. And when you become a patron, you're not just getting all this extra content, you're supporting the show, you're helping us get better guests, you're helping us move forward, and you're getting all the secret little sneaky supplies that all these regular plebs that watch and listen to this podcast don't get. So get on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast now. It'll be worth your while. The Sly Guy Podcast is proudly brought to you by Pugs comedy club that's right belfast longest running and best thursday night comedy club if you're listening to this on the 27th of october there may still be a couple of tickets left to tonight's show that's right tonight the 27th of october we are live in pugs lounge with myself rory woods and sean Hegarty. so follow the link in the description get yourself tickets to the show and don't miss out and why just stop with coming to see the comedy show why not just go and treat yourself to a visit to Pug Uglies maybe get yourself a little bit of grub cold pint and a bit of grub what's better than that Davey recommends the buffalo wrap and sweet potato fries that's my, my go to get there some lovely dips in there too go with a wee bit of chicken gravy bish bash bosh recommend and speaking of gravy there's nothing more delicious on a Sunday than a roast and I don't mean a spit roast that's just a wee bonus but I mean a proper Sunday roast and nowhere does a better Sunday roast than Pug Uglies you're probably going to yourself yeah I get it Dave but I couldn't be arsed driving down to Pug Uglies to get my roast hey Pug Uglies will bring the roast to you so go to their website www.puguglies.com find out more about the Sunday roast how to get it delivered to you and get it get your Sunday sorted right now through the link in this bio Hey guys, are you sick of your nether regions looking like Jerry Adams eating his sausage? Yeah, I'm sure you are. So what you need to do is, is visit Manscaped. You need to use these tools that are premium tools for your family jewels. That's right. Do you want your your pole to look swole? Do you want your, your quim to be trim? Do you want your gash to be flash? And do you want your penis to look Remus fuck then go to www.manscape.com forward slash nothing because that's not how you use the discount code no go and buy their products and at the checkout to get 20% off of free shipping use the code sly that's right sly at checkout go check it out this is the lawnmower 4.0 it just you can just shave your pubes off of this and that's exactly what it does not it's you know, it's just like Ron Seal. Is it going to stay in your fence? Yes. This going to shave your pubes off? Yes. Does it matter if you've got a penis or a vagina or somewhere in between us? No. It's all the same. Make the God made, baby. Whether you're a man, woman, non-identifying person of interest, I don't even care or no. Manscaped have the tools for those jewels. And not only do you want to have a shorn scrote for toxic, you can have a nice, smooth, crop ball deodorant as well. It works on flaps, it works on balls. And you want to have a nice, revived, toned ball sack? Ball toner. 20% off free shipping. At checkout, use the code SLY, all caps. Sly Guy Podcast is always brought to you in association with Modest Beer. They aren't going to do any advertising because they're modest. They just, they just do what they do. They just give great quality beer so i'm here to tell you about modest beer modest beer are delicious nutritious 
and absolutely great for fishes. So what you need to do is visit their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to see what beers they've got, where to get the beers, and also if you think to yourself, fuck I love these modest beers, I want to dress as a modest beer, you can get merch there as well. Hats, t-shirts, whatever else you want, all at modestbeer.co.uk. Follow them on socials as well, at Modest Beer. It all makes sense. Check them out. Enjoy the show. I'm the Slag Guy. Friends, Romans, countrymen, welcome to the Slag Guy podcast on what is essentially the Halloween episode. Ooh, ghosts and everything. How is it going? I hope we are feeling good. I hope we're all realising, now this is just a spoiler alert straight off the bat, that at this particular time of year, they just take the pumpkin spice latte away from Starbucks. They just take it away. They don't give you a heads up. You're going to go there to Starbucks on Halloween and think to yourself, hmm, I'm feeling really fucking Halloweeny. I want a pumpkin spice latte. And you go in and they've taken it off. And you've probably got some sort of apple coffee. No, I want a pumpkin spice latte on Halloween, baby. And then once Halloween's gone, it's Christmas. You know what I'm saying? That's the way the world is going. It's become so obsessed with consumerism. As soon as Halloween is done, people are putting Christmas de- Hell, there are people with Christmas decorations up already. You know, what I think should happen to those people, not to be drastic, round up and shot. That's just my opinion. It is what it is. And this is the thing about life. You can have opinions. You know what I mean? You can have views and things. You don't always have to agree with them. But like some people, for example, think... Some people think that the show Miranda's the best comedy of all time. I don't. But that's my opinion. Same way as my opinion is people that put Christmas decorations up in October should be slaughtered. Each to their own. Potato, potato. Do what you must do to keep yourself happy. That's my opinion. What are you going to do? Sue me. I don't care. That's my opinion. I'm just coming straight off the bat. My opinion is also Starbucks. Make sure... The pumpkin spice latte is there on Halloween day for me. I want it. And I, and if you're going to take it away, you should have a big fucking advertisement campaign to say, we're taking this away. We're, we're ending autumn. We're just bringing in Christmas. And there's fuck all you can do about it. So Starbucks, sort your life out. Welcome to the Halloween Slag Eye podcast. Hope we're all feeling good. Hope we're all feeling well. Hope we're all feeling caffeined up the fuck. <laughs> Do you ever just get some fucking oh, caffeined up that you fucking speak? I got a wee bit too into that there, and I don't know what's been going on. I, I was losing, I lost a run of myself there. I got too amped up about pumpkin spice lattes. Where if you go back two weeks when the people were celebrating them, I didn't like pumpkin spice lattes. Now I'm converted because the flavour is too good. So delicious. All it really is is mulled coffee, isn't it? It's just coffee with pumpkin spice in it whatever the fuck that is but it tastes like a Yankee candle and I'm here for it I only like drinks that taste like like you know what a chai a chai tea latte whatever they're stinking but for some reason I like that too and I like a mulled wine fuck I'm getting into Christmas mood should get into Halloween mood first of all you know should have made the effort to put some sort of Halloween decorations up should have made the effort to put some sort of Halloween podcast out huh Maybe there will be, maybe there won't be, who knows. But what I know is that I'm feeling good this week. Um, I've got a sore tooth, I've had a sore head, I'm sick of the cold, and I'm just happy to be here doing the podcast. I'm happy to be here with you guys, and I hope you appreciate that. 
Because it's not always easy. You know, you probably think coming here, giving off for an hour is a luxury. Nah, it's, it is a chore. <laughs> See, coming to this podcast sometimes when you're not feeling great can be a chore. I have had the week, not the week from hell, really. I've had a hangover to be fair, but I've had the week hold. Now, women who listen to this podcast are probably going, oh really, have it a cold? Yeah, that's the thing women do an awful lot, by the way. Maybe it's just my wife, but if I'm sick, she'll be like, oh, try giving birth. No. Why the fuck would I do that? I don't like having the sniffles. Why would I go over and above? Like, if you think of the admin and the actual functional difficulty it would take for me to actually experience what it would be like to give birth. A lot of things need to go in just for you to prove your point. Which, in this circumstance, isn't even a point. See, when someone's sick, they can just be sick. How about that? Just let somebody be sick. Just let me have my man flu. Let me moan for a day or two. Let me just recover and listen. I know this is hot right now. Let me just heal. Let me just, all I do is wake up in the morning and do some healing. Let me set out some crystals and let me just heal. I don't understand what this means, but it is the biggest thing since sea swimming, healing. I just need some time to heal. What is it? Why are all these broken people needing healed? Side note, what is all that about? Everyone's doing this fuck. I need to get in the sea first thing in the morning. I need to write down my goals. I need to meditate in order to heal. I need to put frog poison on my skin to heal. No. You're not being healed. You're a mental person that needs help, not healed. You know? Just let me have my cold. You should try giving birth. Not possible. Madam. So I don't know what that feels like. What I do know what it feels like is I can't breathe out my nose. And as a result of that, all the pressure's building up on my eyes and my ears. And I feel like I'm going to burst. But it's okay. Because you have to compare everything to giving birth. Imagine I went, okay, let me feel what it's like to give birth. And then I just started pulling my asshole apart. Maybe I did that. What about that for for a game? You should try giving birth. Oh, really? This is the closest thing. Ah! That would be a problem too, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that, that would be the biggest issue of all. If I was, he was like, you should try giving birth. And I was like, okay. And I just shove a fucking Sylvanian family up my arse. And then just gape it out. There you go. Be like, you're right, that is uncomfortable. That's probably worse than having a sniffle. You were right. And then she's going, oh my God. He just, it's like, well, decide what you want. Do you want me to try giving birth? Or do you want me to, to just get on my cold? So I've had a cold this week. All right. I went, if I had cold, I've had pressure in my head. My teeth have got sore. My sinuses have been sore. My eyes have hurt. I've had a headache. I've just been miserable. But then again, life goes on, doesn't it? You just have to cope. You just have to power on through. I've been miserable. And that's the week I've had. I'm just trying to cope. And I feel now, thankfully, I'm out the other side of that. I've got a lot of podcasts to do today. This is going to be the first of what will be four of the day. So you may buckle in and get ready for the... I don't know what you get ready for. It sounds too threatening. You may fucking buckle in and get ready to be rude. Don't. That's rude. Still this day, my teeth are sore. May I point out? So, I think that's the feeling you get in autumn. You just get cold. You are cold. You can't put your heat on. You have to wear jumpers in the house. 
the pumpkin spice lattes are coming to an end. Halloween season's coming to an end. I feel like it's been Halloween for about two months. Do you ever get that? That they're like, oh, it's Halloween and people are putting up. Shouldn't put Halloween decorations up. That's too far. Put Christmas decorations up. When you decorate your house like a graveyard, muck more. If you're a person that's like, you know what I should do? Scare children. Muck more. You know, but people just think this is mad now. Let's just do Halloween. Like, are they going to start doing every single? What's oh, the bank holiday? Let's dress. Let's do a front of our house. Like, I'll be a, I'll be a bank teller. I'll put on a wee fucking suit and wee cravat, sit out the front and charge a fucking interest, and the money belongs to you. Bank holiday, doing a house up. Stop doing your house up. Just do it up for Christmas if you must, unless you're like a different religion celebrates another time. You know, like I know what Jewish people celebrate like. I don't know, due day or something. Your due date, that's could be called instead of D U E, J E W, due date. You know, can't call it the due date because hey, you try having a baby, fuck up. I've got the cold, all right? And this is another thing. See, whenever you've got the cold, you're just like, um, and you don't even complain. You're like, what's wrong? How you? Your wife will ask you a question, how you feeling? And you'll be honest and go, like shite. And she'll go, try giving birth. And then you go, you asked me how I feel and I've just been honest. Do you want me to lie? It was through streaming eyes, big bloated head. Like, you know when, um, oh, what is it? Get yourself to Mars, the Schwarzenegger movie, Total Recall, when the guy's head goes, ah, and bursts. Let me just sit through a face like that and go, I'm feeling great. Then she'd be like, you just lying to me, are you? Can't win. Being married is an example of a constant war of attrition you will never be victorious but you have to choose your small wins wisely because you're in a constant cold war when you're married life being married is a constant cold war you're always making moves which have ramifications down the line something you could say now and in, in passing will return to haunt you tenfold in the future so you need to be careful with the moves you pick you try to get by but see when your wife's sick the world stops you know she is like stricken in bed you're bringing her pints of lamb sip and just squeezing lemons on her body and just holding warm tea towels over her face and just there's a bucket beside the bed for her to book in or whatever. And you just look after your kids for like three weeks or whatever it takes your wife to get better. But you don't complain because you're a good house husband. That's what I do. I carry on. But the minute I'm ill, try giving birth. Next time, I will. Next time, I'm going to put things up my bum and I'm going to force them through my bottom into my like my taint region. Then I'm going to take a drill and I'm going to drill Jeffrey Dahmer style up my taint and force the things I've placed up my ass out of my taint. And then I'll go, I've tried giving birth. It was unorthodox, but it was painful. And then I go, to be fair, that was worse than the week old I had. But just let me complain. In a roundabout way, that's what I'm saying. Let me complain. See if I'm not well. Let me complain. That's all. Is it that difficult? I don't think so. Speaking of complaining, um, with a new, I think we have a new Prime Minister now. I think it's Rishi Sunak after like the fourth attempt or whatever. You know, um, and surely you would imagine he won't be as bad as the old Liz Trust being. You know, you'd, you'd imagine he might last longer, but who knows? And again, who, I don't think anyone cares. I think just have an election, get rid of the bastards. 
They're all as bad as each other. The fact that even for a minute, you know what? I actually think Boris back would have been good banter. You know, the fact that it was like, what, just over two months ago, they're like, this guy is not fit to lead this party. This guy is not fit to lead this country. Two months later, no one better for the job. <laughs> what? There's no one better for that job than Boris. He's learned from his mistakes. He's changed and he's back. Nah, I mean, if he came back, it would be the ultimate mug because he missed, you know, an iconic moment of being Prime Minister when the Queen died. He missed that. Trust got in there, mugged him off, and now she has indelibly etched her legacy in history. Potentially the worst Prime Minister of all time, yes. Potentially the, the most classic meme of all time, that crouching header, yes. But also Rishi Sunak's in there. And it's all good. The DUP loves Sunak. The DUP are the biggest bunch of arse lickers I've ever met in my life. Whoever comes to power, they're there like, let me just rim you, but in a non-sexual way, because a man rimming a man would be an abhorrent atrocity. Snore off. Politics is so boring, man, isn't it? Like, oh, it's just, everybody in politics is gross. Anyone in the leading parties, gross. You know what you should do? If, I'm, if I was Prime Minister, right, I'd go in and go, right, things are fucked. How do we unfuck them and how do we let make general people's lives better? Let's not have another economic depression in 2022. This crop of people, myself included, have lived through the pandemic, been stuck in your houses, not being able to do the work you want to do for two and a half years and now everything's more expensive than it's ever been and ever in history. Do something about it, please. Rishi Sunak, give me more money and I'll be happy. But also throw out a big general election too, because I'm old, I'm tired, I'm weary, I'm fed up, and I just want to go home to be told that I should give birth. Try giving birth. I would have a could, you know, but I can't, oh my God, I can't so long. Oh, I've an itchy back too, that's another thing. Oh, and I feel like, I feel like I just creaked my neck there too which is not a good sign you know I'm 36 but my body is that of a fucking 77 year old I went around to see my my aunt this week and she turned like 93 I think far better neck than me like I would bet that if she took a fall and I took a fall she would come out better like if we both fell coming out of her front step onto the ground I reckon she would fare better recovering than me at this stage. I'm just done. And my body just cannot do what it used to be able to do anymore. And it's a sad, sad state of affairs. You know? Uh, I just scratched my back. And it hurt, you know? But at the weekend there, we had friends around. And I scratched my back like this. Because that's where my back is and my short arms. I had the audacity to yawn. And I think I can now claim for DLA. I think I paralyzed myself. I fucking popped the shoulder. I herniated a disc in my spine and a gut locked jaw. All in the one movement. It was like... You know, like the guy out of fucking... Men in Black who wants... Sugar, water, milk. That's just me. It's fucked. Paralyzed myself sleeping. I paralyzed myself yawning. I paralyzed myself moving. It sucks to be me. I wish I was dead. Mm, happy times to be alive, guys. Listen, we should start a fuel club on the Sly Guy podcast where we just um, where we just work together, try and reduce the price of fuel. You know, make life cheaper, petrol cheaper, 
Howsoever cheaper. Let's just be allowed to have heating on and not cost like a fiver anytime you want to have heating on. Speaking of a cold war in the family, I find that if my wife Catherine's at work and she comes home, she goes around like a full Nazi touching all the radiators to be like, has he had the heating on when I've been out? Because if he has had the heating on when I've was been out, this is going to be trouble for the. And then she shouts at me, you know, like I'm her kid. Why have you put the heat on? Because I don't have a penis anymore. I'm that cold. I'm just sitting here with a long bollock and a man clit. And you expect me to sit here in my own business? No, I'm freezing. I put the heat on because the four hoodies, two pairs of tracksuit bottoms and eight pairs of socks I'm wearing is not keeping me warm. So I put the heat on for 10 minutes and huddled it against the radiator. Bring back super sirs. Remember those? I don't even know what a is it. Like I don't know. Is it a sayer or is it a sir? Like S E R, super sir. I think it's super sir, just S E R, like Sir Marin Trent, Trent, super sir. Let's see what these babies are. I think they're banned because they gas people out. Let's see, super sir. Oh yes. Are super sir haters good? SuperSur mobile heaters are extremely useful as an instant, economic, and portable way to spot heat a room quickly. Many customers find it far cheaper than turning on the central heating for an hour or two. It certainly taps into strong desire. Now, let's see what's there's. This is what you needed on this podcast. This is an article from the Independent, which says of ways to stay warm inside and out this winter and this was an article in 2010 so the world wasn't as terrible a place in 2010 but let's offer advice to people now who in when it costs a living crisis are struggling as the arctic winter continues to bite now this is the good thing this is whenever we had the cold snap i believe 2010 when all the pipes froze and everyone's house was leaking and everyone's like that's ah, a disaster nowadays we just can't put heat on so we need the same level of how to keep warm but without you know, burst in our pipes because it's not actually that cold, but we've no way to heat our house. Let's see what this article says. As the Arctic winter continues to bite, we'll replace that with, as the fact we're not allowed to use any amenities in our own house, we may as well be living in a stone cottage in the Ulster fucking transport museum. That's exactly what this is saying. As the Arctic weather continues to bite, sales of mobile heaters are soaring as homeowners look for ways to keep warm without breaking the bank. Safety is the number one issue. Nowadays, though, you know, they're probably saying these are fire hazards. It's getting to the point where people start lighting fires in their house right now. Um, the original still the biggest selling brand name in mobile heaters is Super Sir. Now exclusively distributed by Flogus in Ireland. It comes equipped with the latest safety features. Flogus has noted that during an economic downturn, sales of SuperSair mobile heaters increase. This is because they provide the perfect solution for cost-conscious customers. I mean, that's hard to say. Peter Piter picked a pack of fucking pickled peppers, the penis prick. Um, but conscientious, cost-conscious customers, conscientious, cost-conscious customers are looking to control their heating bills. Um, SuperSair mobile heaters are extremely useful for instant economic portable way to spot heater room quickly. They also cook pensioners that, pa- that die. SuperSair release gas, poison them, and then you just burn their face. So you can just eat them. That's a good what the way to do. Just bring, wheel in your granny, gas her in front of SuperSair, eat her. Delicious. Um, 
I mean, this is just basically, you know what? This just says Super Sir. I've been mugged. It says ways to heat the house. Just Super. This is just Super Sir ever. No other, like, let's say tips. Tips to keep warm. Let's look for some hacks. Life hacks for keeping warm inside. Let's see. We've got install a, a thermostat, insulate the windows, seal your windows, open curtains on a sunny day. Good move, that. Because um, that's what happened whenever my wife was at work, the sun was beaming down. I opened the curtains, the place was hot. She came in and was like, you have had the heat on? I was like, no, nish, nish. No heat. And then she touched the radio and she goes, sure, very lucky this time. Um, how to keep warm in winter without turning on the heating. That's, that's a, I mean, they're all YouTube videos. How can, 10 ways to stay warm inside the house without a heater. Let's see, guys, listen, you thought this was a comedy podcast. It's not. It's a serious life advice. Block the wind. I love what that, like, the fucking last airbender here, M. Night Shyamalan in the house. Block the wind. Blocking wind's the first step to getting warm. Curtains aren't just for decorations. They're to prevent air leaks. There you go. Add insulation, supercharges to your walls. Clear outside walls by day and reinforce them by night. What does that... Sounds like something that the Night's Watch would do at the wall. Clear outside walls by day. Reinforce them by night. Stop the White Walkers from breaching the wall. Um, During the sun, you want as much... During the day, you want as much sun as possible hitting the dwelling. There you go. Natural warmth. Come on, baby. Light my fire. It's a good idea to have lots of candles in your home. Not only do they provide light and heat, candles add ambiance but also to young kids, the potential risk of a fire. Mm. Can you smell? I've done a wee rock, a rock thing. Can you smell what the life hack is? Cooking. Um, cooking's a great way to warm the air in your house. So just, yeah, turn on the, the, the fucking... Stick your gas on in your house. If you want to light it, light it so it heats up the house. If you want to just kill yourself. Just works either way. If you said I had a warm body, would you hold it against me? Body heat's a great way to stay warm. No shit, Sherlock. Um, pitching a tent while you sleep will keep you warm. Imagine that, a tent over your bed. Chicken soup? Wow. Although drinking something cold has been scientifically proven to trigger your body's need to warm up, drinking hot liquids such as tea, coffee and hot chocolates an effective placebo. If your taste buds prefer something more savoury, get a fucking soup into you. Or a stew. They're a great replacement. There you go. So there's some life hacks for you. That's what the, their life hacks are. What my life hack would be would be try giving birth. That get your fucking body heat a bit warm a bit, wouldn't it? Fucking pretend you're giving force. I would heat you up. Probably apply pressure and stress to your brain. Pop that, but doesn't matter as long as you're warm. It's a Halloween episode. We're talking about heat. Boring. This is what we're becoming, guys. Boring. <laughs> Just the world's most boring guy talking about heating the house. This is the Slag Out Podcast, guys. Please subscribe to Patreon where I don't talk about this. Huh? What about that for those, you know? Speaking of Halloween, anyway, with the, the people like to watch scary movies on Halloween? Because that's the only thing, that's the only Halloween thing I'll do. I don't like trick-or-treaters. I buy all the sweets for trick-or-treaters, but then I don't put it out. Just eat them myself. Cost of living crisis. Why should I be giving little Jimmy from number 13 fucking little bag of Haribo sweets when I could have them to spike my insulin give, give me early onset diabetes but keep me warm life hacks I like to watch horror films which I just found out tonight 
my dearest betrothed Catherine is going to watch a horror film tonight and she was like um it's actually tonight I'm supposed to be going to the cinema to watch this like I think it's maybe Friday the 13th or something she's watching because that's fucking original and um she's going out to do that of a Halloween evening because it gets me in the mood and then going to pick pumpkins and have a spunkin spice latte no well um, but yeah, I like, to, I like to try and watch horror films at Halloween. This particular week, I finished the Dahmer documentary that I talk about so much. Now, if people are going to correct me and go, it's not a documentary, watch the Dahmer tapes. It's a documentary. Watch the Dahmer show, not a documentary. But both enjoyable. You know, both enjoyable if you like to hear stories of, of a man butchering a load of dudes and eating them. That's just the shit for you guys. But yeah, finished that. It was probably the closest to horror I'll get to watch. I'd say this Halloween because tonight she's away out to watch horror films. I don't know who's looking after my kids. You know what? Maybe I'll ask. Maybe I'll ask right now and find out um, if she's got a babysitter. Uh, let me see. Yeah, there we are. Um, we're just arranging haircuts, by the way. Let's see. Did you get a babysitter? This is what you get in the podcast, real life. You know? I'm a, I'm a guy who's trying to balance a career and a family. And it's difficult. And being a housewife as well, it's hard going. But um, she's out there tonight and I'm recording podcasts here with guests for the Patreon. Well, one's going to be next week's Slag Eye podcast, so I get a week off. Yes. And then the other is just guest episodes. Two guest episodes being recorded tomorrow, so we're going to be all guested up. Be guested up to sweet, pure, blind, true, and unadulterated fuck. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but yes, any... You know, we'll do, uh, we'll do a recommendation. We'll do a Davey Recommends. Halloween films worth checking out. Halloween, the original. I want to see Halloween ends, but obviously it's been reviewed and the responses are in and it's been said that it's shite. Which is, is what I expect. But I'd like to watch the new Halloween and then the sort of... The follow-ups to that, just out of curiosity to see what it's like. But the original Halloween, to me, has always been my favourite horror film. I've just always been terrified of Michael Myers. When I watched it as a kid, that scared the shit out of me. He still, to this day, scares the shit out of me, which is mental. Why a guy who's solely obsessed with the sister would scare anyone else, I don't know. As a kid, I'm like, oh, he's going to come and get me. Michael Myers is going to come and get me be like going into my garage and all still it's 36 at night be like running in my garage close the curtains in case Michael Myers sees me because what Michael Myers is going to do when he's finished wiping out his sister is going to go fuck I need to go and get Dave Elliott don't I shite I can I've wiped her out what I need to do is get myself on a plane to fly from Haddonfield Illinois over to Belfast then get a fucking train down to the Gold Coast and find Davy and stand in his garden for a bit and then get him when he's out getting fucking dog food. You know, when you think about things logically, you'd be grand. Like, Freddy Krueger, oh, he'll get you in your dreams. Hey, don't go to sleep. Stay awake forever. <laughs> and then if he's in your dreams, just wake up. Surely that's, you know, oh, it's Freddy Krueger. At best, wake up. Anytime I have a nightmare, I just go, end the nightmare and then you wake up and then you're scared of your general house to be like somebody in here but Halloween's a great film Um, what else did I, I liked Sinister which, with Ethan Hawke in it who by the way has become the new king of horror Ethan Hawke has done a few like relatively recent like in the last decade he's done several horror films he did Sinister which was great he did The Purge 
which was a good was good. You know, it spawned a lot of debate and series. Apparently, there's some laws coming in across in America, shockingly, that are you know people are like first this and then it'll be a fucking purge. Should be a bit of banter, wouldn't it? Give us something to do. He also made it, did a horror film this year. I saw the Black Phone, which if anyone has seen, um, would know it's a great film. He's this guy. He's a pedo nonce killer. No, he's not a nonce killer. He is a pedo nonce and also a killer. You know the way like um, people would say like putting their bios to be like, you know, I am a content creator slash social media influencer. You know, they're the two jobs people love to have. He is a. I am a pedo nonce slash psycho killer. And he just, like, collects these kids to kill. Keeps them in the basement. But then there's this weird phone. Which, by the way, you should just ditch the phone out of the fucking place. Because the other dead kids are being little touts. Touting on them. Down the phone. Being like, listen, see this guy? He's gonna he's gonna whack you, you know? And now the phone's not connected to anything, which is, makes it freaky. But other kids who have been killed by the pedo nonce grabber will phone the kids in the basement and be like, this is how to escape a pedo non-scrabber. You do that. And then, yet, he's probably, every time, he's like, how do these kids know where all these escape routes are? I need to ditch that phone. And if he had ditched the phone, he could have continued to be a pedo nonce and not got killed. Unlucky Ethan Hawke. But that's a good show. Um, the Strangers. What a Halloween film that is. That's the sort of stuff that gives me the, the willies. See stuff that you could actually conceivably imagine happening in your house. That's scary. See stuff like The Exorcist. Not really scary to me. I remember the first time I saw The Exorcist and she was like, your mother sucks cocks in hell. Fuck me, fuck me. I just laughed at it because I was just like a teenage boy. I was like, oh, this is banned, is it? For being fucking hilarious. But now I realise, yeah, it's creepy. See, that sort of stuff creeps me out a bit. Doesn't, I'm not terrified by it, but creeps me out. Things like Halloween... The Strangers, Sinister even, which is a bit more sort of, you know, I don't know what that means, but it's a bit more um, paranormal, I guess, and a bit more, you know, it's not sci-fi, but it's weird. Um, It's not as believable as the others, but it's still very good. The Conjuring was decent too. Decent. Insidious, decent. Not great, but decent, I would say. Um, is there any other good ones? Hereditary is a good recent horror film. Um, yeah, and that and that is Davy's recommendation of horror films to check out this Halloween. Ooh, my bastard! Um, let's have a look at listeners' questions before it is too late, right? I mean, I don't know what that means. Before it's too late for what, Davey? You know, what's going to happen? Just end the podcast. Naomi has said to me, take some balls and send me a link to a story. Um, oh, yes, of course. Channel 4 faced furious backlash after transgender comedian stripped naked live on air and played keyboard with her penis. There we go. 2022, guys. With her penis. Um, transgender singer Jordan Gray stripped down live in Channel 4 last night and the move is being labelled misogynistic, offensive and spurring Ofcom complaints um, 
Channel 4 has faced a furious backlash after a transgender comedian stripped completely naked before playing a keyboard with her penis. That's a great line. Singer Jordan Gray was concluding an expletive-filled song about her experiences as a trans woman when she performed a controversial stunt. Um, I've heard a lot about this, and I haven't actually seen it. What's even better about this, my sister was at that show. And here's the thing, right? Um, among those to tweet her criticism was author jo- Helen Joyce, who branded the moment a sex crime committed on camera. Uh, while idiots whoop and cheer. There's the actual footage. So she's there playing the piano. Um, and she just ripped her clothes off and started dancing about. It looks to me like when she pulls her clothes off, it looks like it's connected to a wire at the back because she rips it, but it flies backwards like it's being pulled. So I think that's a planned stunt, you know? Because there's no way you can just rip your clothes off and they fly backwards like that without... Yeah, there's... Watch that. That's some paranormal shit. But um, what do I think about that? I, I mean, I think it's not necessarily a good... Now, people will probably be like, huh, how can you comment on the trans existence? I can't. But what I can say is it's probably not the... You know, it's not going to be a move that furthers the trans movement, is it? Like whipping your cock out? You know, whipping your ditties and cock out on a... On a live TV show, is hardly going to be like, oh, that they look sound. You know what I mean? I think trans people suffer enough as it is without bringing negative attention to it. Like to be a trans person cannot be an easy thing in a society where people are judgmental. My point being is, just keep your cock away. That's the go-to on live TV. You know, like and that, and that extends to everyone. If you've got a if you've got a cock, keep it away. Definitely don't play a keyboard with it, which was weird because. When you watch the video, she goes out, she tries to hit the keyboard with it, but obviously she's been taking supplements which have made her wee walt a bit smaller, and it doesn't have, like, if, if she hadn't been taking maybe the female hormones, she might have had a bit more of a pace on her. She just fucking battered the keyboards. That's what I'd like to see. You know, bring that back, have a big dong, and start buying the keyboards with a huge dong. If you've got a wee pecker that you need to, like, press, not worth doing, you know, and I think it was a weird thing to do. I don't know that why stripping naked would be in any way beneficial of performance, but I suppose it's something to take away from her musical comedy, isn't it? She'd have just stood and done 10 minutes of stand-up with her cock away. That would have been much more entertaining. John Joe said, I'm utilising the slyhards for additional accountability because you told Pete last week about hours of riding in the run-up to Christmas. So tell me how much riding did you get done this week? Well, John Joe, I still have 18 hours to do on my bike, all right, before Christmas, so fuck off. There you go. Have that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I've been sick all week. I've a man flu. I've been feeling under the weather. My brain and my teeth are going to explode. And maybe I should go and try giving birth. How about that? <sighs> Shit. No, I'll, I, I will. It'll be back in track next week. And I will get. Let me see how long I have to do. Eight hours. I'll get eight hours. I'll have ten hours left to do before Christmas. That's going to be. I'm going to be fucking cycling. <laughs> I'll not get eight hours. But I'll. I'll put a big dent in it, alright? That's my word, and it's accountability. Listen, everybody knows, listens to the podcast, it's Physique Guy Winter. I'll be back, I'll be doing it next week. You can hear me sniffle in my nose. That's why I'm recording so many episodes over the next few days, so as I'm feeling better about myself. And I'm not sick and all. I'm not all sicky bad. Alright, so shut up. John Joe. And they called you a nonce there, I don't mean that, that's hurtful and, and, and sly. Um, 
Sam has said, now that Married at First Sight's over, what's next? Oh, Sam Tista, by the way, Sam has stay. Um, what's next on the agenda of terrible reality TV? We started Love is Blind tonight, um, and it's truly terrible but addictive. Is Love is Blind the one that was on Netflix where it was like you just go and chat to people behind walls and then try to like them? Or are you like blindfolded to do it? I'm not sure. I might actually have to have to resort to, to Google here. Love is Blind. Let's see exactly what um what's coming on though. Uh Catherine's mugged my mum and making her come around my house and we're also getting a food delivery because we're watching her diet. Love is blind. Love is blind, is it it's on Netflix. Um it's been compared to Married at First Sight and The Bachelor. Oh, so I don't know. Um What's the format, right? The series follows 15 men and 15 women, all in the same metropolitan area, hoping to find love. For 10 days, the men and women date each other in purpose-built pods, right? They can't see each other. You know what I think the problem with that is? There's controversy. Hold on. Wow, well, I mean, the controversy is in 2022, Jeremy Hartwell, a contestant in the second season, filed a lawsuit over claims that were inhumane working conditions. You know, there you go. I will check out Love is Blind. But to me, a better show would be if you want to find love and you're actually dedicated to trying to find love, you should remove your eyes. There you go, have that. I think if you want to be taken seriously on a show like Love is Blind, get your eyes removed. Become blind. Like Batman. Not that he's blind. Should be because bats are blind. But my point is... Be dedicated. If you want to find love, blind yourself. Pull, pull your eyes out with spoons and enter enter the show. Um, Dave McAllister says, what things do you find scary, Dave, that you shouldn't actually be that scary? Thanks for the content as always. Listen, thanks, Dean, for appreciating this. What do I find scary? Heights. Don't like heights. I don't like dark places. You know? <laughs> I don't like... um. Not that I'm afraid of the dark. It's what's lurking in the dark. It's a problem. It's people popping out of places to surprise me. Going out to my bins at night scare me. Um, you know, being inside an illuminated house and not being able to see out, outside scares me. The thought of somebody just stalking in the garden. Like that new show on Netflix, The Watcher, I'm going to start it soon. Gives me the willies. But listen, for big, like again, you would know this if you're a Patreon, but for those... Um, of the general public, what do I like to watch at the minute? Bloodlands, Gangs of London, The House of the Dragon. I still have to watch the last episode of Bloodlands, still have to watch the last episode of House of the Dragon, two more episodes of the new series of Gangs of London to watch. I am binging television right now, and I am loving it. Loving it. Um, what scares me is shit content. There you go, shit content, shit TV, shit comedy, and no work. That's what scares me, but don't worry. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of Michael Myers anymore because he's got no beef with me. You know, he's beef with his sister. So that's fair. Um, Michael McLaughlin says, thoughts on the firewoman, or sorry, firefighter, should I say, demanding 40 quid off knee for info in Bloodlands. Um, top shithousery or too sly. You know what? I've not seen it, but I can imagine Neve's a little bit difficult, you know, in Bloodlands. She's trying to get Brannock and listen, as much as Brannock's a piece of shit, if he gets the gold and she would just piss off, he'd probably give her some, wouldn't he? So chill out, Neve. Stop being such a job's worth. Ugh. Nerd. But I haven't watched that yet. 
Jack has said, thoughts on Demi Lovato's tour apparently being her last, surely an emotional time for Papa Bear. Listen, I know everyone that's a long-term listener of the podcast knows my feelings on Demi Lovato. I'm a big fan of her work, their work, its work, his work, whatever Demi identifies as nowadays. I respect it and I just wish the best for her. And I do believe that Demi maybe, maybe should continue to work because I think when Demi's left too much to her own devices she does weird things you know she does things like that haircut she's got I don't quite know it's like a scatty ratty mullet bowl bob scatty ratty mullet bowl bob haircut she's got herself not sweet like Demi Lovato is you know probably one of the most naturally beautiful people on on earth but she makes themselves herself look like you know she may or may not live under a bridge. And I don't mean like a troll. I mean a homeless tramp. You know, do better, Demi. No offense to homeless tramps. Not that, you know, but you shouldn't be listening to this. If, you know, if you can't afford to have shelter for the night, don't have an iPhone, you know. But yeah, as Donald Trump would say, Demi Lovato, I wish her well. Chris Reese, to finish off, says, if two mind readers are reading each other's mind, whose mind are they reading? Sounds like a 50 cent song. If two mind readers are reading one other's mind, whose mind is reading is each other's mind. Um, I'll be honest, they're reading the opposite person's mind because the mind reader cannot be just thinking their own thoughts through the thought of another person. So what I'm saying is there, it double barrels up against itself. I've spoken to Psychic Glenn about this. He says that if two minds are trying to read each other, you just read the opposite mind. So what the mind would read would be that that other person's trying to read my mind, but I'm going to block it. I'm going to stop that from happening. Mind on mind equals no mind. Guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. Um, check out all the sponsors of the podcast. That's Pugs Comedy Club. We've got Modest Beer, Manscaped. You know, check them all out. Go check out any other local comedy podcast. Support local comedy. You know, just do your best. And also respect your partners. You know, wives, girlfriends, you know, boyfriends. If you're if you're if you have a male partner, respect that they too should be allowed to have a cold. Alright? Don't emasculate them and make fun of them because they've got the sniffles. Don't tell them to go and try giving birth. It's hard. I'm a feminist. It even says so on my t-shirt. You know what I mean? Feminist guy. I support women. Women should support men as well. And then, you know, everyone in between. God created us all on this planet. We should all love each other. Happy Halloween. Go and drink pumpkin spice lattes, eat pumpkin pie, and eat Harry Bows, and I'll see you all later. Bye. I'm the slack guy.